So I've almost made it back from Enchanted Forest Gathering. Made it into Canada anyhow. And right now, I'm here at the Vancouver Airport. YVR. Nope, didn't fly in. Just getting some things done. Bringing you the goods. And reflecting on an epic journey to a music festival that I would throw into the same category. So today, we're going to start to bring you some of my interviews with the top caliber artists that I did connect with while down on an artist relations internship in Mendocino, California, part of the Emerald Triangle, where you may have smoked some weed from. But we're going to start today's program off a little closer to home, get a little bit of that surf culture content in as I get my wetsuit prepared, and then it's off to Northern California. This is the Frequency Horizon. What's your name, Bebe? Winifred. So what, what, what is it that you were doing there? You, you said that the zipper on the wetsuit had seized up, eh? Yep, the slider was hooped here, but I think that this is not going to uh, work anyhow because there's so much corrosion on here, and these last two teeth were loaded into that other slider. Huh. It's not going to let me put it on there. It's kind of fine work, eh? Yep. What do you think it is that separates an average tailor from a great tailor? Talent. You gotta have talent. You gotta know how a garment goes together. Have you ever worked on wetsuits before? Yep. It's probably always the same things that happen, eh? Um. Sometimes, but I had a little tiny lady come in here and she needed everything shortened because nothing fit. Um, they were too long in the legs and too long in the sleeves. So I just... Do you find neoprene a hard material to work with or do oh, you yeah. like it? Oh yes, it's a hard work material to work with. I had to make some alterations to one of these suits and it's not fun stuff to do. But I do it because I can. <laughs> and if you think this is hard, you should try that. What's this? That's an 18 foot, two foot box for aqua. It's an aqua net for putting baby salmon in. For a fish farm, that's the third one I've made. Oh, really? Work. And what, like, they, you made them from scratch, or they get they 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 oh, get ripped, or I what happens? Scratch. That's brand new. Oh, really? Brand new materials. This is a little tricky, but I think it'll work. There's a tooth missing here because it was corroded, but it goes together. 
like I said, it's a little tricky, but it does go together and it's sticky. But if you get it way down here and it's just on one, it'll probably just come off because the stopper in there isn't very good. But it does work now. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, like, perfect. I really and appreciate earlier, it. earlier I was working on a 32-foot gorilla. King Kong is in there on my back table. Really? <laughs> Can I see it? Yeah, you can go see it. It's a big lump of material at the moment. <laughs> So it's, it's on the top of the building and it needed proper high down panels in it. Is it this giant colorful thing? That's what it is. That's his pants. King Kong's pants, eh? King Kong's pants. And this is his head over here. <laughs> his arms are 20 feet long, like this is his head. That's how big they are. That's the hand. <laughs> wow, that could envelop me entirely. It's um, kind of scary. I like the colors, very bright and, you know, uh, blue. This is the box that it goes into. Okay, oh, I see. And then it's a blue King Kong. King Kong with bright orange pants. <laughs> have you finished it or are you? No, I've got four more tie downs to put on it, but five and a half hours this morning was both said that's it we're done for today we'll do it monday afternoon <laughs> then he's got another gorilla uh godzilla no he's got a godzilla yet that he's gonna lay out on his lawn and see if it's worth repairing and then we've got a couple of other things to do yet i want to get all this stuff done before i quit <laughs> so what? Why are you quitting? You're, you're, you've 20, 20 years you said of experience, right? 18, 18 yeah. Getting, well, yeah and plus 18. all the years before that that I sold. But I'm, I'm just finished. I am 65 on the 26th and I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I just can't. My body is starting to break down and if I keep going, I'm going to just wreck myself and I don't want to do that. Well, you had a good run, and uh, I appreciate what you, you know, yeah. makes a big difference being out there in a suit that actually works, you know? For the moment. For the moment. Oh, no, that'll be... break down again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. As, as long as it happens in the next next couple weeks while you're still in business, then I'm fine, right? Well, I don't know if I'd be able to put another zipper in there. I probably would. But they use such a weird stitch when they put them in there. Like this is sort of like a, a zigzag stitch, but not really. This is. But you see, I think this is glued in here because there's no stitching on the outside. So what they told me is that you're not supposed to dump hot water on yourself before you go surfing, which is what I sometimes do because it ruins the seals. Yep. So I guess that's probably what they mean is the glue. Yep, the glue. Because this is all glued in here. This is not so wonderful. The seals are still pretty good on this one though. There's little like issues here, but... Yep. Well, they get issues after a while. That's what happens. Issues happen. They're weird things. The way they put together. There you go. Yeah, well, thanks so much. for that. Well, a little bit of cutting and picking and poking away at things. 
<laughs> That's the only way you can do that, because I have to take all the corrosion off before I can get that zipper to go down there. Yeah. Great work. So it kind of changes your whole perspective on surfing when you actually have a wetsuit that's warm enough to make you enjoy it. Doesn't matter so much if you miss a wave and you have to spend a little bit more time paddling out and it allows you to, you know, surf during the northwest swells and not just the south swells, which is a kind of a big deal when you're up in the northwest corner of North America or at least the west side of Canada. Now, I actually left the west side of Canada there and headed down to the northwest corner of California, NorCal, as they affectionately call it, very similar to Tofino. And in fact, in some ways, uh, it was maybe more like Canada than you would expect. For example, at night, it got colder than it had been in Tofino when I left. So here today, you're going to get a chance to witness some of my intersections, musically speaking and otherwise, in Enchanted Forest Gathering. Hope you enjoy. But let's kick it off with the first track here. We're going to play for you Tell Me About the Water. by DJ Little John, not Lil John, that crunk kind of producer who I've never been a huge fan of. This guy's a super friendly DJ. But I'll just let you kind of taste it. Taste it for yourself. Tell me about the waters of your homeland, Marty. We have rivers on
John's tell me about the water. We have bliss with sleep will come.
So that right there was Bliss with Sleep Will Come. And here we have In a Beautiful Place Out in the Country by Boards of Canada.
at one point I almost wondered if Boards of Canada was secretly playing a show at an enchanted forest gathering down in Laytonville, California. It sounded like their whole most recent new album, which gets played all the time, I know, in Tofino, BC. At least parts of it. Such as Nothing is Real, Off Tomorrow's Harvest. Pretty much felt like I was hearing that whole album being played that last day or one of the last days at Enchanted Forest Gathering. But actually, I guess it was too far away from the stage at that moment. I was shaving my beard. That was a good soundtrack for it. But one of the friends of the DJ who was actually spinning said that wasn't the case. It was original music, and I was just sort of far enough away that I really had a hard time deciphering the difference between the two. But... Regardless, that tells me that the scene to this day remains heavily indebted to Boards of Canada. And now, let's go right at you with front to back. It's the Stylus Beats remix of Buku. Enjoy.
that was front to back. Buku, the Stylus Beats remix. Let me know what you think. Hop on facebook.com slash frequency horizon, soundcloud.com slash frequency horizon, or send me an email. Drew.a.penner at gmail.com. If you like bouncy music, you might like High Step Society. Here they are with Echoes of Whitaker. Or is it Whitaker? I don't know. Regardless, here it is.
that was High Step Society with Echoes of Whitaker. So when you're traveling, one of the cool things is passing through different ambient spaces. Whether that comes down to the sound waves that you're picking up on your FM device. That's why I always travel if I can with FM radio of some sort or another. This time I had a few backups, which was good. Because I needed them. One of the songs that I found on the dial was Cola by Camel Fat and Elderbrook. Super catchy. Got ready for the lighting. She's heading for the lights. She sees the vision going. Cupping line after line. See how she looks in trouble. See how she dances and she sips the Coca Cola. She can't tell the difference. You're coming for it. They don't wanna let you in. You drop your back to the floor and you're asking what's happening. And it's getting late now, hey now. Enough of the arguments. But she sips a Coca-Cola. She can't tell the difference yet. That's what you're coming for, but they don't wanna let you in. You drop your back to the floor and you're asking what's happening. And it's getting late now, hey now. Enough of the arguments. She sips a Coca-Cola. She can't tell the difference yet. She can't tell the difference yet. She can't tell the difference yet. I could listen to that one a ton. Cola from Camel Fat, you know, with the pH and Elderbrook. And I love when things throw you for a loop, such as Ivy Lab's performance, which was not in the drum and bass realm of things. But very dark, very bouncy, very glitchy such as on Peninsula. Check it.
thing or two about Peninsula Life. Here's a podcast created for the peninsula, the Tofino Uculet Nexus on Vancouver Island. That was Ivy Lab with Peninsula. What a great track. When I was down in the Bay Area, I noticed this next song by Kendrick Lamar, Humble, had special resonance. It's been a day for me. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Finessing on them with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Do say with my boobay, tastes like Kool Aid for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westie world with my base stuff. I know that it's good, but you sit it on my taste buds. I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the Photoshop, show me something natural like Afro with your pride. Show me something natural. I wanna feel some stretch marks. Still it take you down right on your mama couch and polo sack. Hey, this is way too crazy. Hey, you do not amaze me. Hey, I blew cool from AC. Hey, Obama just pays me. Hey, I don't fabricate it. Hey, most of y'all be faking. Hey, I stay modest about it. Hey, she elaborated. Hey, this that great poop on the AV on the TED talk. Hey, watch my soul speak. You let the meds talk. If I kill an um, it won't be the alcohol. Hey, I'm the realest um, after all. Tell him be humble. Hold up, sit hold up, down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Tell him sit down. Be humble. 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 Sit down. If that's what Humble Pie sounds like, I want a piece. That's Kendrick Lamar with Humble. The clean version. You know, we don't want to blow away too many eardrums tonight before it gets too late anyhow. Well, let's head down to the Black Oak Ranch, to Enchanted Forest Gatherings Festival Grounds, and see if we can tap in to some fascinating frequencies. Okay, explain to me, what is, what is this device this is, again? It's called a, a reikiometer, and it tunes into magnetic frequencies of, of, of projections of the mind. So you all you have to do is like, 
alter it. Reiki, 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 Aki, Yoga, Yoga. And it's... And you wait a second, you hold it up. Right, oh, yeah, right, yeah, up, it's like right, right about there. Uh-huh. Right there. And you got right, it. Right. But, but and, keep uh, going. And, you, and, and uh, just so you know, the yeah. podcast is called Frequency Horizon. Oh, Frequency so Horizon. Which How do we... Do you know which frequency it's vibrating on? 420, 428 uh, millihertz, 420 which is the frequency of the love of the universe. The love of the universe frequency. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, from love of the universe <laughs> and beyond, you know, cheers. Yeah, freak out the frequency. Freak out the frequency. Freak it out. Freak out I the love frequencies. That. Freak it out. This is uh, Jesse Wilkerson at Deep Drinks. We're at Enchanted Forest, 2017. And how far did you come from to get here? Uh, Ukiah. Okay, so not too, too far. Not too, too far. Not too, too far. It's a local Californian area. Do you, do you do this business locally as well? This is actually my first time. Oh, cool. Yeah, I uh, built the cart about two years and actually doing uh, festivals now. We'll try it. Is this your first one? I've uh, done it Renegade style at different places, but yeah, this is the first beta test at a festival. This is a pretty good first run, hey? Yeah, I mean, I used to work for a company called Herbal Junction, and they did elixirs. And I'm trying to carry on their legend of the elixirs. So if, if I was going to have something to drink here, you know, I'm, I'm traveling around to this festival and, you know, probably partying my brains out, and I need to pause for a second, you know. What, what kind of things do you, do you get at a stand like this? Well, I mean, the name really implies the drink. So I would, you know, say change my life, for instance. It's a drink more like a conversation. And then it takes you to where the drink's gonna help you and what you need. Okay, cool. So you see it's in blue and it says $10. And then what, what do you get from uh, Change My Life? What, what are they, I mean, I know you may have some secret ingredients. I don't have of to share course. all of them, but. Well, we have tinctures and tonics, and then we mix it with jun or kabucha. And it kind of like each one has its own vibe. The ones like Spirit Up, Chinese herbs that help you kind of raise your spirit, make you feel better and ready to go. And, and I hope that you're you know, successful here today. And what do you hope to get out of this festival as a whole, you know, coming here with this awesome top hat with feathers sticking out of it? <laughs> yeah, I really, it's the team, is the my crew is what I love more than anything. Coming here and trying to survive the festival together. That, I think, is the bottom line, really. That's awesome. Well, I hope yeah. you have a lot of good luck. Hey, my name is Justin Buer, and I'm hanging out with uh, Frequency Horizon. This is uh, my producer name's Beloved Orion, and I'm kicking it here at Enchanted Forest 2017 in Black Oak Ranch, Laytonville, California. Have you ever been here before? Uh, I've been coming here since I was about 15 or 16 when Earth Dance was first getting big. I came out here and vended as a food vendor when I was when I was yeah young what, teenager. What were you selling? If we went to your shop that year, what, what would be like the choice offering? You remember? Well, so uh, you you may know of Deep Drinks, which is a rendition of an old elixir booth that I grew up working with called Herbal Junction. They've been going to conscious music festivals since the early '90s, and they kind of carried this torch of uh, Chinese meets folk elixir traditions. And um, I mean, most people that know about the West, Co- West Coast um, music, cult, like conscious culture, know about Herbal Junction because they've been kind of a fixture at a lot of the 
out of the booths. Isn't so. it interesting that you have these brands that have associated themselves with uh, electronic music culture, or they're really trying to, they found an ability to service a need within that culture. I mean, I see that here, with, like the Bali imports and everything else. I mean, it seems like there's a real culture of, uh, you know, vending that has developed around West Coast music scene. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's really interesting. So this, this I would say, transcends a little bit of electronic music and goes more into just like conscious um, counterculture music, which like now, 2017, we look at electronic music um, is a big player in that. But even like Herbal Junction was back in like the, you know, like the Grateful Dead, more of like the jam band sort of stuff as well. So it's kind of fit, you know what I mean, fit into this larger context of not just electronic music. Well, I was just talking to a guy backstage who was telling me how he helped put on a lot of events here with, you know, the members, certain members of the Grateful Dead and that entourage. So, and this, it really has a, a heavy culture of that kind of Americana, you know, legacy here at this festival. But what does it mean for you to be here, chilling out, listening to great music? Good question. Hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's been really magical to just have a connection with this land, you know? Like, I remember as a teenager, you know, taking acid, like, when, one of my early ages, and, like, literally going out to one of these trees and, like, seeing Jimi Hendrix, right? Or whatever, like, and so, like, just the connection with this land, I feel, and sort of that flame or that fire that, like, even people in the 60s were, like, resurfacing. I feel like, I feel like that is happening here, like, on a subtle level. Like, there's a lot of... Um, sort of surface things going on but if you like tap into to sort of that deeper I guess sort of flame that's been kind of persisting in this culture you can kind of see that there's it's interesting because for me this is the first festival that I've ever been at as a Canadian where there's weed for sale Oh, great, yeah. Well, legal. you have used, cannabis is legal or has been for a while in Canada, yeah? It's uh, been medically legal. Medical, right, right. right. For, and, and also, you know, there's uh, the culture in, you know, west coast of Canada in British Columbia about, you know, being proud of the BC bud and everything else. So that's a little bit different than everywhere else in Canada, but supposedly it's supposed to be legal by, you know, next year in Canada, right? Um, but here, to, here we are at a place where there's a substance that was classified, particularly in the United States, very harshly. And that only happened right around the time, and actually involving some of the players, you know, involved in you know the development of the kind of hippie culture, and you know, for example, the Merry Pranksters, who have certain connections to you know this property. So it's interesting to see there are people that still exist from that world, or at least the remnants of that world, who are here today helping put on this music festival. Yeah, yeah, I would say that they're in a lot of ways probably the elders, you know, to help sort of pave the path for things like this to, to happen. And, and you said you're going to go hit up some more music festivals on the West Coast, Pacific Northwest. Tell me about that. Yeah, so um, Beloved Orion, actually, I work with another artist called Adam Knight, and we, we actually just got our first single signed uh, to a record label out of the UK. Oh, yeah, what's it called? Uh, it's called Casual Jam Records. And they're, you know, they're mellow pop, I would say, which is kind of the style of electronic I do. But... Um, so we're going to be playing our first festival coming, I believe it's July 21st. It's on the Olympic Peninsula. It's called the Fusion Inclusion Campout. And it's basically like a three-day weekend of workshops around uh, fusion dance, which is a social dance, uh, kind of incorporating a lot of different philosophies of social dance, but in a, in a kind of free-form, consensual kind of um, lens. 
was really fascinating. So anyways, check that out if you get a chance. Really awesome teachers and great music and DJs there. And where can people find you online? Uh, I believe uh, me personally. So uh, the, artist, uh, yeah. the artist name or your DJ name. Sure, yeah. Uh, at Beloved Orion for uh, Facebook or Instagram, I'm on that. Uh, I've got a website. It's still pretty much in beta because I'm just kind of launching. And then um, Adam Knight is also an outfit that I work with as well. And so that's adamknight.com, Adam Knight Music on Instagram, and Adam Knight at Facebook. So we're going to play another High Step Society track called Searching for a Cure. And then we'll be back with more from Enchanted Forest Gathering.
That was High Step Society with Searching for a Cure. And now we've got Lorne with Anvil, which is just another just fun track I heard along the way. But don't you worry, we got more from Enchanted Forest Gathering up next.
That was Lorne with Anvil. face up on a massage table. She has a dolphin spread out on top of her with this experimental drumming sound stage filled with a didgeridoo, a dancer, a few percussionists, and a lot of youthful spunk. Here's another cool event that was going on as I passed on by. It was like a deep, intense massage workshop, and I I think people came to an extra level of relaxation after this one. There was also a fashion show for festival apparel underway at the main stage. Pretty sweet looking stuff, kind of expensive, but I'd say it's worth the price if you can afford it. Hello, my name is uh, Will Kinky and I play in the band Worth. I'm Shook Black and I'm the drummer in the band Worth. Hey, I'm Jay Hazer and I play bass in Worth. Have you played yet today? We have not. No, no we have not. We're What's, just hanging out. We're, yeah, we're hanging out. We're just kicking it. We're having a good time hearing the music, uh, you know, meeting a bunch of wonderful people. Where are you from? Oh, we're from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Place. Quite a number of people here from Portland, Oregon. We're yes. not in oh, California, really? but uh, I've met a few people all awesome. the way from uh, that lovely land. That'd be awesome. So, you know, skill testing question, What's how would you describe the type of music that you play? I would say it's like a kind of bohemian blues hop. It's kind of like soul meets blues and rock and roll. It's a little yeah, dark. Yeah, I think that's actually a great example. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. pretty much a fair assessment of what it is. So when you guys play a festival like this, you know, what is it that's going through your mind when you're preparing your set? You go, we're at an electronic music festival with heavy bass, but then also we've got these other live elements. I mean, how do you come up with how you're going to present what you're going to do? We try and take into consideration the contrast that everybody's been listening to a lot of electronic music, and so we give them something that's like a like acoustic instrument and electronic instrument, but instruments being played like replacement for that but that's done in a way that's like sort of beat heavy and very accessible so it's still very danceable but a break from like a fairly electronic concept yeah i mean it's definitely like a lot of the roots and the drums and stuff with the songs it's very kind of uh dance and then also it's got the the elements of kind of like singer songwriter but all of that is tied together with the band like you know kind of rocking drums and we all bring a lot of energy so it kind of makes it uh you know, we're, we're, we're trying to, we're not trying to fight, we're trying to fuck everybody in the crowd. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, my take is we're, we're, we're playing what we feel. Um, and sometimes that has its, goes from genre to genre, but ultimately we're playing what we feel and hopefully we 
can convey that message, we can convey how we feel to the audience. So we feed off of them, they feed off of us. It's, it's a beautiful thing. What do you think is so special about Enchanted Forest Gathering? Um, I think it's really special to see all these different uh, kinds of music going on and just I've just just walking around here met so many awesome people everyone's really opening opening open to conversation <laughs> and uh, uh, you know just people are very nice and everyone's here to have a good time and it's uh, it's rare to see that there's times when things like this get stressful and it seems to be pretty well run and everyone's oh, yeah. having a good time that's know? like always the best part too you know like the best part about festivals is just meeting people and getting out and hanging out. Hanging out with your band first and foremost, but also getting out and meeting people and introducing yourself to people and hearing different music and being able to experience people from different backgrounds and cultures and lives and uh, journeys and paths or however you want to see it or view it um, and be able to just intermingle. There's not enough of there being person-to-person -person communication. It's, the social world is kind of taking over that and it's good to be in an environment where people are in a sense on one accord and one of mine just just to have fun and to be around people and have a good time and enjoy music i think that for me as far as like artists coming in like we're all coming from one other crazy gig or another crazy gig or a festival and everything there's like a very relaxed environment to us uh, people here are like really friendly. Your neighbors are all like we know literally the names of everybody parked around us already. And I mean, we forgot them, but we knew them. <laughs> right, <laughs> we've <laughs> met them. <laughs> so maybe After not the, the same meeting, as remembered. I think it was Jerry or well, Jerry. But yeah. I think how pleasant everybody is. A lot of other festivals sort of treat you like you're entitled to, like, or uh, it's not your. What's the word I'm looking for? Like you aren't entitled to be there. That like they selected you and you're lucky to be there. And this festival sort of treats you like, hey, we're thankful to have you, and we really appreciate you trying to share something. And I think in general, for me, that matters a lot. I'd never heard of the band Worth before attending this festival. I mean, it's an electronic music festival. I wasn't necessarily expecting to learn about live music acts, but here's one I did learn about, and they were great. But you know, we're based in Vancouver Island here for the Frequency Horizon podcast. And so I can't help but highlight my absolute favorite track I heard all weekend. Played by the Funk Hunters. Had to wait until after the 60-minute mark of the show. Because there is a few cuss words in it. But it's so good. It's called You Don't. Now this song, it's by Vancouver Island artist Neon Steve with Martin Horger. Enjoy. Don't be afraid to bounce up and down.
you don't want to fuck with us, you don't.
Who doesn't love a good party wave? I know I do. If I can pull it off, and so does Mana. Or I should say, Party Wave loves to create a track called Mana that was dope. Alright, my name is Trey Zilla, and I'm about to play some music for you. Let's do this. Hey, my name is Trey Zilla, and you're listening to Frequency Horizon. So, you know, I saw some of your set last night. You were having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe what the energy was like in uh, the place? Yeah, the, the energy was really pure last night. Um, there was a really good crowd. Um, everybody was just getting down and having an awesome time, and just really positive energy all around, you know. I've gotten a lot of really good... Um, remarks on my set and uh you know it's just uh it's just i was feeling the love for sure what's it like to be in this absolutely fantastic venue as far as bringing your music and having it expand and resonate in this sort of a setting uh it's an honor to be here um i you know i love uh i love enchanted forest festival for one um the land is beautiful and the vibes are just really pure i mean everybody's just been so on point this weekend and um you know, just really, really humble, and um, you know, it's, I, I think every festival has its own different energy, and this is one of my favorites for sure. Being at this festival, seeing the other music that's kind of being played and, and selected by the DJs, do you have any sense of what this holds for the rest of festival season? Um, I think everybody right now is leveling up a lot at this moment. Um, as far as like uh, DJ sets goes, you know, there. The styles of music that are being created right now are just so original and they're a big mixture of different styles. So it's really, really interesting to see what people come up with and how they how they showcase it. Like how bass music intermixes with trap. Yeah, with drum ambient. and bass and like, you know, drum and bass and trap is like halftime kind of stuff, you know. I say there's three different styles of halftime. There's, uh, there's like the UK bass, like shade style and like Ivy Lab. And then there's like, um, there's also like jungle step, which is kind of like dubstep, but like it's like deep dubstep, but faster with like more of like a breakbeat over it. And then there's the West Coast style, like uh, Proko, and all of those cats are just crushing it right now. And Ivy Lab killed it last night. Proko set was amazing, and um, I'm stoked for tonight to see what's going on as well. Just a few hours before Noisia showed up at Black Oak Ranch for their set, they dropped this track. It's their Outer Edges remix of Diplodocus. Speaking of drum and bass, enjoy. Diplodocus?
Noisha's Outer Edges remix of their track Diplodocus. My co-op is local, cares about my community, and shares its profits with its members, like me. For over 80 years, co-ops have served over 500 communities like yours across Western Canada, offering high-quality goods and high-quality service. Our profits are your profits. If you're a member, you're an owner, and we thank you for your business. If you're not already a member, we invite you to become one. Visit your local co-op and join today. Co-op, you're at home here. Felt pretty lucky to get a chance to interview Dragonfly, one of the event organizers. I go by Dragonfly and Martin, and uh, I've been on the festival and world music scene for about 20 years. So we're here at Enchanted Forest Gathering in the beautiful Mendocino County, California. Yeah. How does a festival like this compare to you know some of the other more far-flung places that you've been? Well. Um, that's a good question. Uh, um, this is, well, it's unique in the fact that it de-emphasizes alcohol. And so the emphasis is really on just people connecting with each other, having an authentically good time, uh, and uh, really just dropping into a, just a, a really great variety of music, you know, from live to electronic, up-tempo to down-tempo, you know. Um, and uh, there's just a tremendous amount of heart. This one, this yeah. Before it was even called Enchanted Forest, it was called Ascend Dance, and it was in uh, held out on the coast in uh, uh, Mendocino. And what was the intention when they started out? Uh, it was more of a body, mind, soul. Yeah, more of a body, mind, soul event, and um, the emphasis was more on workshops than it was on music. 
And then as we moved locations, it became clear that we had to emphasize the music more to get more people to show up. And also create this, you know, happy medium of like something that would address the, the you know, body and mind, spirit, as I said. And, uh, and, the, and, you know, and the love of music and movement, you know. So my show is called Frequency Horizon, right? The idea being it's a surf culture and electronic music podcast based out of Tofino, Canada. Uh-huh. And so... I've been to Tofino. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I, I bicycled from Vancouver Island to the tip of Baja, Mexico, and Tofino was the furthest part north. Did you, you started in Canada, though. Uh, yeah, on, on Vancouver Island. On Tofino. Where, do you remember you were on the, the beach, or you set out from a, a hotel, or...? Uh, I was just cycling around Vancouver Island, and I was like, man, this is hilly as hell. This is like difficult because I just got started right I wasn't even in shape and so I thought you know maybe instead of doing Canada I'll just start cycling south because you know mentally south is kind of like downhill but it turns out in the summer when you cycle from north to south you have the wind at your back the whole time so there's always a tailwind and you're always on the side of the road that faces the ocean so it's an incredible view it's an amazing experience that's amazing. It was. What was your impression of Tofino when you went there? It was, um, well, this is a long time ago. It was uh, 1986. Probably hasn't changed, but... Oh, it's it, changed a lot. Has it? Okay. It's well, become it, like an international, like, you know, travel and kind of resort culture. Really? positive it was like sunny <laughs> Anything? a little bit it was sunny yeah thank you what were you going for when you planned the set today you know uh, there's actually been uh i was looking for some contrast to what everybody else was playing you know uh something more uplifting upbeat friendly um something that put a smile on your face you know something more melodic and something more levitational you know change it up are coming over the horizon and I love you can it. kind of tap into different whatever flows and kind of ride on that whatever and I'm just curious when you're producing music or I guess uh, curating music what is that frequency that you're trying to put out there you know that's um, I play so many different styles of music to so many different scenes I play to the world music scene the bass music scene like the yoga scene uh, the ecstatic dance scene I, I don't ever have an agenda when it comes to DJing. In fact, in DJing, I've, in 20 years of DJing, I've never planned a set in my life. You know, I'll show up prepared, but like today, I had no idea what I was going to play until maybe 15 minutes before, and I thought, you know what, it just, I need, I need to play something feel good to switch it up, and it worked. Um, but there's never an agenda. You know, my agenda is just to get, my agenda is the dance floor. I'm not invested in the music. I'm invested in the dance floor. And you know, just like you can't be a, a great chef if you don't love to eat, you can't be a great DJ if you don't love to dance. You know. Where do you think the West Coast music scene is headed? That's a really good question. I frankly do not have the answer to that. Uh, I think there might be a little bit of uh, bass music fatigue going on right now. I mean, I, I you know, there's a. Uh, you know, other forms of music have been rising in popularity as they had before, like deep house and drum and bass and halftime and stuff like that. 
Is it so weird how like these these perennial genres like German bass and house they they'll bubble up and then they'll settle down. It's not like it's not like dubstep where they'll go huge and have a big bust, right? Yeah. Those those ones and maybe a few others kind of like they bring them back around every once in a while, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, dubstep was an interesting phenomenon because it became easily identifiable as uh, a commodity, you know, and in its timing of its. Um, it's timing of its embracement by the mainstream culture. Like everything that was once underground eventually becomes absorbed by the mainstream. You know, tattoos were once only criminals and bikers wore tattoos. You know, now everybody wears tattoos. Um, Harley Davidsons were once, you know, underground, you know, bikers. And then doctors and lawyers started buying Harley Davidsons so they could look like, you know, bad boys, you know? Yeah. Um, Burning Man was once underground. You know, electronic music was once underground. Now dubstep is the, you know, became the new rock and roll, and just like rock and roll was once underground, and so ad nauseum. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, yeah, thanks for, for doing this. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention before I let you go? Oh, too much. So we'll leave it at that. Yeah. See, so here's a song I heard played at the festival. I'm not sure what DJ played it, but it was pretty well in line with the spirit and the tempo of quite a bit of the music throughout the festival. So enjoy it. It's Spoken Bird Madrugada. Yeah. <laughs> 
Madrugada. Hopefully it doesn't mean something bad. That's uh, Spoken Bird. Hi, I'm Oliver. I'm Gabe. We're from Five Alarm Funk. And we listen to Frequency Horizon. You're from Vancouver. We are. You're another Canadian down here in the States. And this yeah. is the first time ever played in California, so really? it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Wow. What is it? How's, it, how's the experience been so far? Uh, it's been great. It really reminds us of festivals like Shambhala in BC. Um, but we just flew in from Chattanooga. We played there a couple nights ago. And uh, yeah, it's our first US run, so we're really excited to be here and kind of uh, bringing the funk to the people. What, do you, what is your mindset going into like a set like this where we're here in Mendocino County on the West Coast? You know, we're back to the West Coast. What do you think is kind of go, gonna go into your selections tonight? I think we're just gonna, uh, I mean, we kind of had always developed the show and it always kind of is adding new stuff, new, gimmicks or dance routines and stuff like that so I think we're just gonna keep developing it and bring out a few new props a few new a uh, couple new sharks maybe yeah yeah at this point the music is uh, is locked down so we've got a set that we've been playing for the last few months and uh, we're really happy with the music but coming to a festival like this we've definitely found some new uh, costumes to wear and as usual like Gabe said we got sharks <laughs> you can't have the funk without sharks that's the new thing, sharks. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, and so you play at 8:45 tonight. Yeah. It's uh, the Knoll stage. Yeah. At the Knoll. So basically, it's like almost like a jam band kind of stage that's now transitioning into funk. All right. Are you, yeah. Do you think you're gonna be able to handle this or what? I think we can do that. We can handle it. I'm hoping the people can handle it. There you go. That's perfect. Thanks so much. Thank you. Now the big headliner of the whole weekend was Tipper. Flunked. It was billed as his only California performance of the summer. This is one of his newer ones. Flunked. It's pretty cool, actually. Hope you enjoy it. And we'll be back to hear a little more from Five Alarm Funk in a second. Thank you. 
Hey, it's Gabe from Five Alarm Funk. We just finished playing at Enchanted Forest, the Knoll stage. It was fucking awesome. We started off, I think there was about four or five people in the crowd. It was empty field, it's still the end of daylight. And then as we played, just built and built and built. And I think by the end, I don't know, it was pretty full. There was, there was, <laughs> there was maybe close to a thousand people there. Um, and it was, it was awesome. It was our introduction to California, so it was, it was pretty cool. What's the most recent show that it kind of reminded you of a bit? I mean, it definitely has the Shambhala vibe around here. Um, it's that kind of thing. You know, people who are just you going... played there before. Oh yeah, we played there six times. I six think? times, yeah. yeah you yeah. playing this year? No. But you played no. in the past, and uh, we played last year, yeah. and then a bunch of yeah, a bunch of years before. So, so you kind of know what sort of tracks to like squeeze in there, right? What What are a few things that you were like really pleased that you guys were able to accomplish with your set today? We played, uh, yeah, we had a brand new song going on the road, which is pretty cool. What's it called? Wheels on the Bus. Wheels on the Bus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's unrecorded, unreleased, but then we got to debut it. Um, a couple days ago in Chattanooga was the first one, and then tonight was the second time ever, so that was cool. First West Coast appearance. <laughs> yeah, Wheels yeah. on the Bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go round and round. <laughs> that's, that's the lyrics. You got it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, it was just cool to be able to bring all the, the stuff we're doing to this, this festival. And um, I think I said in the last interview, <laughs> it just grows all the time. Like it's constantly developing and we're constantly kind of coming up with new stuff to do as we feed off each other and figure out, figure out new things. Tom got some new skin tight glittery pants to wear. And you got the glittery right jacket? Right at the festival. Yeah, I've had this uh, a little while now. Um, this is broken in. His, his, his is broken now in. broken in. His was from the festival, from a booth here. You got the the purple and aqua blue sparkly skin tight leggings. It must, cool. must feel good to represent, you know, Canada down here. And, and yeah. The There's someone who's like asked where we were from and said Vancouver. I knew, I knew you were Canucks. I knew it. <laughs> Actually, I don't know I what just, gave us away, but. No, I just, I just got done working for. The resort in Tofino that was just bought by two Canucks. Oh yeah, believe it or not. So <laughs> like, you know, like, on. like Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, or? they used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of just like retired or whatever. So. Okay, all right. But uh, yeah, thanks so much, and uh, good luck on your next journey. Thank you. Tofino Life Clothing is the sensible option for apparel in tough city. Whether you're visiting and realize you forgot your rain jacket, or need rugged workwear, we've got you covered. From proven tough suppliers like Carhartt and Helly Hansen to miscellaneous items like Tiva flip-flops, embroidered souvenir tees, and postcards, Tofino Life Clothing will get you what you want. We've got stylish Cougar brand waterproof shoes and boots, Skechers and high-tech footwear, colorful kids rain gear, and many more quality brands. Treat yourself to a little TLC, open 10 to 5, seven days a week. Co-op, you're at home here. So this next one here, can't say for certain if it was ever played at Enchanted Forest, but it's by Seek, S-I-Q, and it's definitely in line with a lot of the stuff that was going on there. And I just absolutely love this track. called Being Different.
being being different. Sometimes sometimes being imaginative costs you. Being different. Being imaginative.
I was sick. SIQ? Seek, maybe? With being different. After, after the festival, I headed down to Sonoma County and in and out of the Bay Area. One of the tracks that I came across while passing through was Napalm Trees by Julian Meyer. M-I-E-R, that's G-U-L-I-E-N. It's pretty dope.
So that one was Napalm Trees by Julian Meyer. A lot of great stuff from this guy. Hi, this is Shadow Spirit, and you're listening to the Frequency Horizon. The Polish ambassador was just performing an epic set. Amazing, chill, nice vibes. It's cool out, but at the same time, it's uh, people aren't too worried. They're hanging out. They're, they're just relaxing, and I was just going to ask you, you know, what did you think about the festival so far? I've enjoyed it. It's, I've, I've been wanting to come to this festival for a long time, and... Uh, I've loved every second of it. It's interesting because it's like, um, it goes the gamut from very deep to like very technical to really dirty trap. What is it that you've kind of been delving into most? Uh, I've kind of been more into the, the m more of the mellow grooves, you know. I, I liked, uh, I like some of the harder stuff too. Uh, I really got into Ivy Lab last night and Tipper's set was awesome. The visuals were, uh, they were just, I don't know. I remember Sorry. last year I saw Tipper at Chambala and he played such a warm set. So uplifting and euphoric. Mm -hmm. And last night was different. It didn't start out euphoric, it started out slow. And then it went to a full on like bass music set. Do you think that was an appropriate choice for the venue, and like, what did you kind of get off the visuals? I felt like it was appropriate. It was a, it was a good ramp between Charles the First into into them, and then into uh, into Ivy Lab, and then Ivy Lab went well into Noisia. So I, I feel like everybody worked well together. All right, so let's play another Tipper track. Here's Usul U S U L from Tipper.
That was Usul from Tipper. Now here's a sick little number. Troposphere. Van Damage and Boggle. Mm-hmm. Getting towards the end of the show. Hope you've enjoyed the ride so far. Just remember, this is only the beginning.
That was van damage and boggle with troposphere. Thanks for tuning in to the Frequency Horizon and joining me on my journey all the way from getting a Vancouver Island wetsuit fix down to Enchanted Forest Gathering in Mendocino County, California. We're going to end on one I know you guys in Tofino will really appreciate because it's a Duran Duran cover featuring Kaiza. It's Last Night in the City. This is Toki Monsta. Big thank you to Co-op Tofino, our sponsor. You can find us on iTunes as a podcast, SoundCloud. There's much more to come. See you next week.